map pickers. This is a fresh perspective on business podcast with me, Tony Greenwood, and also my great friend Emily Leyland. Hello, Emily Leyland. Hello, Emily Leyland. Hello, Tony Greenwood. I am back, baby, in the creative individual studio. Who, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, they produce powerful digital content. It's great to be back. Mm. We've got some new clobber. We've got arms. We've got new, um, not arms, human arms. We've got new new bionic arms, bionic Bionic, microphone arms, new mic podcast mics. If Tony's louder than me, I'll kill him. Mm. I'll kill him because Tony likes to be louder than everyone else. I'm not though. I'm not though. You're. you're, Are you not? No, and you're not peeking either. And I'm not shouting. Are you still claggy? Yeah. Mm, Emily, Emily's claggy mouth. But the problem is, I won't. I didn't check my teeth before we had the pictures taken. Then I've got (coughs) blueberry. Bits. Blueberry blue blue bricks in my teeth, then I'll be disappointed. But it's just when you've had a smoothie and your mouth goes all like, which is a terrible noise, and I'm really sorry that I've just it's done fine. that in your ears. I just didn't know that that was uh, a word, claggy. Claggy? Yeah. So how would you describe goat's cheese? <laughs> Cheesy. What? <laughs> what other word have you got to describe goat's cheese? It's claggy. That's it. That's how everyone would describe goat's cheese. Okay. Mm. If you've got another descriptive word for goat's cheese, please send it to Vicky Taylor on LinkedIn. Mm. She would love to receive your message. Um, well, I'm back. I'm back in the podcast studio. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm very pleased to be here. Uh, Laura is uh, having some days off. Yes, which, she by is. The way, which, by the way, um, are very, very well deserved. I must say, <laughs> Emily is currently looking through, slightly professional, Emily's looking through the pictures that we've just taken for the podcast. And oh my God, we look like we're doing some sort of dance competition. It's amazing. Em- like we need to put like a, a collage. Emily was, these, these are belting. Emily was insistent that she gave me a piggyback. Now, for anyone who doesn't know me, I'm a large gentleman. I, I'm sort He's of a big man. I'm a big. I'm six foot two, and you know, fifteen stone. I'm. I'm granted. I'm packing up a little bit of uh, holiday weight still, but working on that. It's not Christmas yet. But Emily. Oh, it's the Halloween holiday. Emily is. It says she's a tiny human, and I'll be honest. It was. It was quite a challenge uh, getting on her back, and it was also quite a challenge fighting Lenny off because he thought there was some hump of some. some Oh. Rump, some hullabaloo. Careful. <laughs> Not plan that. Hump, rump, hullabaloo. Hump, rump, hullabaloo. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and also, Emily today has come in um, into the podcast studio at Creative Individuals um, with her white socks tucked in some extremely... No, the jan- white socks aren't tucked in, the leggings oh. are tucked into the white socks, aren't they? Oh, yeah, the leggings are tucked but into... But it's the- just for ease, so you slide your leggings on mm. and then you slide your socks on and it's all just very easy, it's all upward motion dressing. It's a new thing. I saw four gentlemen in the... G- uh, guys, they might not have been gentlemen, in the gym this week that do that. Whether it be... Uh, t- how, be, how tight are their leggings, though? Because I just think, I, don't, I mean, I know guys should be able to, everyone should be able to wear what they want, oh, when yeah. they want. It's just a new thing, isn't but it? But I just can't say that it's a very attractive to me. I can't say I'm a fan of men in skinny jeans. Wow. Really? I think I've got some skinny jeans. Well, they're not that skinny, really. And you're a big man, you shouldn't wear them. Well, well, a straight huge. leg jean is the best. Tapered slightly. If you're a gentleman listening to this and you've got skinny jeans. Sorry. 
But Jay, please let me know. One of the owners of Creative Individuals, uh, we've just been told that if he can't lunge in a pair of jeans, then he ain't buying them. Which I think he's good. <laughs> he wants the space. <laughs> is that, so is that the test when you're going into next, or when you're going to? Excuse me, you don't mind if I have you got any dumbbells? I'm just going to do some lunges in there. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you need to do weighted lunges to well. see how much room you've got for your... Um... Oh, God, I was just going <laughs> <laughs> to... Your ball cock. Yeah. <laughs> what is a ball cock? This is episode 115 <laughs> of A Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast, and usually I ask Laura this, but she's not here. So today, I am going to shut my eyes. This is the first experience for me, and it's the first experience for you, everybody. And I turn to my friend Emily, and I say, Emily... What is that in Spanish, please? Episodio ciento quince. Yeah, it's not as good. So, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I have tried. Yeah, no, I went on Google well. Translate, but I didn't listen to it because I felt like I wanted to give it my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've you got know, my own flavour. Stamp. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, we wanted to do that for Laura. That was for Laura. That. Thanks, Laura. No, no, not for hi, Laura. Yeah. She's not done anything. Hi, hi and thanks. Hi and thanks. So, um, this episode is called You've Got a Friend in Me. Is there a song in that? Yeah, from Toy Story. You've got, got a friend in me. Oh. Do, 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 do. You've you got, got a friend, friend in me. me. I didn't even know it was. Well, this is unlike you, isn't it? Well, singing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this Are you is feeling fruity? <laughs> Did all that um, latching on get you in the mood? It's the photographs at the beginning, which I'll be honest, I have to speak to my agent about, but I've made it be a bit uncomfortable. And they've just, they've just moved, they've moved my zen around. <laughs> Wait, so, um, I think it's working. I think it's working. Um, it's this part of the podcast, as you know, folks, um, or for new listeners, we have a bit of a natter about what we've been we've, we've been up to, or specifically what the gang at Fresh have been up to. Mm. <laughs> we've got a very exciting event coming up. In the next few weeks, Halloween, baby. Yes. So I've not been out for Halloween in a really long time. I think the last thing we did where we dressed up, where me and Laura did the whole like cop out, we wore a black cat suit and put a wig on and, and thought that that would be sufficient. And that was just a Halloween party in the office. But apart from that, I've not done Halloween no. in a long time. And I'm looking forward to it. But Tom's really messing with the <laughs> costume vibe. Mm. In the fact that he's not doing anything to do with oh, it. Oh, so he's not messing with it. He's just not getting the whole no, of it to mess with it. it. Oh, Come burnt. on, does Tom listen to the podcast? No, not anymore. Brilliant. He did when he wanted to um, get me pregnant. Yeah, I <laughs> Tom. He did at the beginning when he was like, oh, I want to make an effort. Uh, and I was like, what's the podcast? Come on, Tom, know, that's a poor... It's very sad, isn't it? That is sad. And he spends so much time on the M60. I'm like, what else are you doing on the M60? If you, you could listen to us. If you know Tom Ince and you're listening to this, send him a message on social media. Say, hey, Tom. Hey. Get your shit together, get bro. Get your shit together. You've got to support your baby's mum. Jesus Christ. If nothing else And in also, this world. Tom, while we're at it, while we're on our soapbox, lunchbox, washing box, um, get your shit together for the Halloween party yeah, costume, I know, bro. I know. It's going to... What, what, what would he go as? He's a very small Well, I saw human. him. I saw him looking at prison outfits which which is fine like but i'm like hang on hang on we said we're going as poison ivy in the riddler you said we're going as poison ivy in the riddler and then i was as what it's goes more t-shirt it's easy it's effective mm. i don't have to do a lot so now i'm having to sew pieces of ivy onto a green cat skin, which <laughs> is not my forte 
It's not, and I feel like wherever I put them, I'm going to put them in the wrong place. Yeah. They're going to be strategically placed they are that, they are and innuendos, one. but, you know, I'll be pissed by that point, so it's fine. What are you going as? Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Tony He's Stark. like texting his mum. Mum, it's, it's the in... Iron Man outfit in the law. It is. It is. Good. Yeah, Good. it is. I'm so, looking forward to it, but I think you'll be hot. I know, but... I'll, hot well, man. Amen. I, um... I don't want to... I just want to go left field. I don't particularly want to go in the theme of Halloween. I mean, I do have a drag... Are you a murdered Iron Man? I'm Tony Stark. You just... But you're just Iron Man. It's yeah. not Iron Man that's no. hurt. No. Bloody. No. He's strong. Yeah. He's made of iron. Art reactor, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Nothing... Totally unrelated. Like, Dave went as... Um, Dave and, and Andy Lewis went to the East Lancs Chamber of Commerce Ball on Friday. Oh. As, was that Halloween? Yeah. As, or Halloween themed. As, who's the character from Scooby-Doo? Thelma. And? Louise. No. <laughs> Thelma and who's the geezer? Anyway. Don't know. Yeah, so that was totally unrelated. Um, so, yeah, Iron Man, I'm ready. I just don't know where the hands are. Anyway. Um, but we can find those, can't we? Yeah, we can. We can find those, which is good. Um, we, which we are, is really good. I am going out tonight with... Uh, are you? Yeah, with Laura. And... Um, who's one of the people? Laura. Leyland. Oh, where are you going? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We've not decided yet. But uh, it, does she know she's going out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does it for Kind of sounds a little bit like... <laughs> weird. Unsure. No, 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 no. Because uh, we're celebrating a moral victory last Why week. Why am I not invited? Well, I, I made the assumption that you would have child. Oh, so people who have children don't get invited to things anymore, do they not? Would you because we assume they are with child. Would you like to come for a drink at no, five o'clock tomorrow? <laughs> this no has been episode one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but we have we have sailed through a moral oh. victory, and it's been we've been dealing with this shit for a around a year now, and it's finally it's finally come to an end, and we've got that closure that, um, that I think everyone everyone seeks a bit of closure every now and then, just so they can almost put it out of their mind, move forward with fresh eyes into. Into new light. Can we describe what the challenge has been? I don't. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we have. Like we have in a, touched in a legal on it. world. Yeah, and well, I don't know. I mean, I guess what what I'm not a massive fan of is when people talk about stuff and they're like, "DM me for details." Like, no. I hate that. But I think it's nice to say about what's been going on, and this has been a struggle for us. It's been an employment struggle that turned into something else, um, and it, it kind of turned have. into yeah, it needn't have, and it kind of turned into a bit of the whole like bullying um, thing, which I'm trying I'm trying not to. To, well, don't. to say too much, but don't I feel say like, it. you know, it's it's. I don't want people to start guessing and things like that. But the thing is, ultimately, it's been really, really crap. Um, and now we've kind of moved through to the other side and and and, 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 and been victorious. Been victorious, yeah. Standing up for what we believe in, not backing down. Which sometimes is. I mean, at one point we were advised, oh, just just give up. It's just easier. Yeah, but where, where do you, where do your morals? You've got I know because you, you can give what up. What about your values? Exactly, and I think you can give up and you can stop doing something if that's right for you and if you feel that's that's the best decision at the time. And and that isn't failure if it's right for you, but it wasn't right for us. What was right for us is to continue um, and fight and stand up for what we believe in, and we Good. did. And now we got to the other side, which is mint. So I'm very pleased. Yeah. 
There was a lot of tears. Oh, God. In <laughs> the hood. Yeah. Mm. What else has been going on, please? So, in fresh, obviously, we've got the Halloween party coming up, and then Halloween shizzle manizzle is happening in general. Okay. Uh, a little bit of, um, you know, just in the air. Lenny's got his Halloween costume. I saw this. Yeah. Which is a little pumpkin. To be fair, he actually really likes it. He doesn't like the hood. And he really suits being orange. Which I think is very, very cute. What else has been going on? We've got our giant check. Have you seen it? No. So I think, I think it was Laura's idea, because uh, I'm obviously not in every day, so I do miss some stuff, but we've got a giant check that I think it was Cara, Cara Rose, who gave us the idea of doing it. Rather than getting a check individually, we've got one that says fresh on it. Oh. And then you just type, like type. Write the amount on, and then you can wipe, but like wipe it off. Very so you can good. Take it to different places, and also me and Loz are going to Lagan's next week, which is one of the charities that we supported oh. at the Freshies. Ooh. So we're going with our big check, with our wipeable pens. Dry, and, uh, dry wipe. To get some pickies, yeah, and hopefully, obviously, spread a bit more awareness about what those guys do. Yeah, but, beautiful. Yeah, stuff like this is really nice, and I think Laura has already done the stuff with Bolton Lads and Girls Club and the Anderson Centre. Fantastic. Um, so that's been and gone, but yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, we've got new merch. I'm collecting... Which I've got some on. Oh. Have you? I mean, I can see it says Fresh Perspective. Yeah. All oh, right. I thought, oh, right, okay. I'm collecting mine later. Yeah, I haven't got... I mean, I've not got it all on. Well, no, that'll be, sure, be a lot of... that be a lot of garments. I'm not sure what you want to see. <laughs> You're not bothered, like, I am not happy that it's just a logo. <laughs> but yeah, some of the merch is good, but I've not got any ladies' <coughs> T-shirts. They're all men's T-shirts. They're all very big on me. Well, they will be because you're small. Mm, you're a small yeah, human. Yeah, so I did order mm. small ladies, um, but, but I've got a larger men's. <laughs> so, you know. Maybe f maybe more akin for bedtime. Yeah, but everyone's happy. Everyone's got new merch, which is really nice. Well done. You won yeah. a piece of business, didn't you, this week as well, which is excellent. Yeah. Back yeah. on the sales train. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, that deal came in yesterday. No, Wednesday. Um, and... And it's with a really nice client as well. So, like, obviously, we don't take on work on just any old work. We take on work that's right for us, right yeah. for the business, blah, 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 blah. But this absolutely is. So we're going to be working with um, with Backup, which is Mint. And they're one of the charities that we're supporting next year. Oh. Oh, did you not know about this? Did you? Oh, hang on. Oh. So when we last spoke, I'd, I'd brought on a piece of work. But then I brought on Backup on Wednesday. Oh. <gasps> yeah. How exciting is that? Backup, which is... Um, Maura's charity. Maura. Yeah. She swears. So we're going to be working with Maura to find uh, numerous people. So they're going for a period of, of growth at the moment, which is really exciting. But they're an absolutely mint she's, charity. She and is. she is just... Oh, my goodness. I absolutely love her. Honestly, she, she, I would happily live in Maura's house. She she did 10 minutes of stand-up at the... Freshies. At the Freshies. And, um, she's mega, isn't she? Yeah. She's she doing the Frog and Bucket now. I think she's going to try and get into the Fringe next year. Right. I'd love to go and follow her around the Fringe. Yeah, I would. I've but never yeah. been to that, have you? Yeah. It's, oh, you would love it. You need to go. Edinburgh's just alive with, like, obviously a lot of comedy arts, but then different stuff as well. It's all performing arts, but it's absolutely mint. Oh. And it's not like... When we went, we went with Laura and Pete first, and then I think Laura and Pete went last year. But you can find like places to, to stay that aren't dead expensive as well, so I feel like they don't like rip you off. And then you can just wander around the city and just turn up at different events, or you can get a pass. But honestly, it's absolutely mint the fringe. 
I'd love do to it. go. I'd love to but go. Yeah, we're going to be supporting Back Up next year uh, at the Freshies. So they're going to be one of our charities of choice, which is really, really nice because they do loads and loads of stuff. Um, and, and what they stand for is supporting young people get off the streets. I saw so that. I'd wrap that up before moving on. I saw that, yeah. I saw that at the Freshies. So good, good work, Maura, and yes. good work, team Back Up. Yes, absolutely. Well, what, what have you been doing? What's going on with your work? Got a new job. You have got a new job. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound like you're enjoying the No, it's job. good. Oh really goodness. good. Really good, yeah. So, um, I've just moved to another brewery and we're doing some really... I can't say what we're doing. Yeah, exciting we're d- stuff. We're doing some very, very exciting stuff. I'm just going to get a pen. Thank you. We're doing some very exciting stuff in the world of white label beer cider so do you want uh, to explain what white label beer cider is well thank you Emily for asking (laughs) I will do so um, at the brewery we produce mm, eight beers ten core beers but we have the ability to uh, print labels in house and label the beer in house so we can can the product so it's completely blank and then if you're a business for example fresh perspective you could design your own beer label have your own beer and give it to your customers, give it to your clients, give it to your supply chain, give it to your staff. Either you as do a re- this, this year for Christmas. Well, you should, yeah. Proper crimbo. So you can either reward yourself. Yeah, and it's very low minimum order quantities and very good beer. Yeah. So we're just moving that into... So we do a little bit of that at the moment. I mean, the brewery is has got a massive footprint. They're in Surrey, so they're not very local. But I, I know the guys and I like the people. And they, believe it or not, uh, really want to work with me. Which is... I know. I know. Your face says everything. Um, there. <laughs> so... Um, I the, totally understand why they'd want to work with you. Yeah, you're, you're a, you're a, you're a great a guy. I am brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been, I've, I've been talking to them for six months. They were a customer at Morrow Brothers before, so I know the guys there. They, um, the brewery's on a farm in Surrey, right next to the Top Gear Test Track. So it's is super it? rural, yeah. yeah. It is literally brewed on a farm in the woods. It's oh, absolutely yeah, spectacular. Nice. Yeah, and can you feel that when you taste what? it? No. In the beer? No. No? Oh. Not like wine? Can you feel the woods in wine? Can you? <laughs> Can you? If you look yourself in the mirror, Emily. <laughs> no. I feel like, well, when they're like the bouquet of flowers <laughs> and all this stuff, I feel like I could be there in a meadow. Okay. Well, <laughs> With daisies in my I, hair. I've got some, I tell you right, I've got some beers in my boot. Yeah. We'll go to the office, we'll have a beer, and we'll see if and we I'll can taste. And I'll shut my eyes. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. And, and I'm doing like, it. where was this beer brewed? Oh, I'm in the woods. I can, I can taste. <laughs> I can taste the rustling of the... This, I can, is, this I, is what happens when I shut my eyes. Why I are you t- telling me to I can shut taste the rustling of the tree. Ooh, what I have got is wet wipes. So Tony will just continue talking while I clean my mess up. Luckily, I'm a mum now, so I have wet wipes on me wherever I go. Well done. Yeah, so um, we're, we're also moving into the world of um, sports clubs as well. So we're doing like cans for the fans and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's really exciting. We are... Um, we're a very, very growing business, and I'm super excited to be working with the guys. But it, listen, it's not all about me, but uh, that's all good. Emily has just thrown uh, two gallons of water all over the podcast studio, which is why um, I am filling here. Now, I do want to talk to you about uh, pheasants. 
And the reason I want to talk to you about pheasants... Oh, no, yeah. sorry. <laughs> the reason I want to talk to you about pheasants today is because last week I had a day off and I went up Nicky Nook. And if you don't know where Nicky Nook is, it's in Lancashire, it's near Longridge. It's a nice little pleasant walk. It sounds really chavvy, doesn't it? Yeah. Keep going, Emily. And um, Heather's dog is nearly four and he's a Springer Spaniel. He's got a lot of energy, the Springer Spaniel. Got a lot of... Um, yeah, and they're built for, they're bred for, um, like, hunting and stuff like that. Anyway, big do's, little do's. <laughs> we're walking through this, uh, we're walking through this woods and obviously hear this bark. <laughs> we, 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 we traverse 200 metres down this path and there's just a pheasant sat there Aww. on the ground going, hi lads. Um, Eat me. What? Yeah. Pheasants, I feel like, honestly, they don't, they don't do themselves any favours, do they? No. Anyway, ready to be killed at any opportunity. They are, and uh, you know, we, we, we big dudes, little dudes. We put him back in the stream. He was fairly happy. He wasn't injured because they're not they're not built to to kill him or anything. They're built. Which to is wonderful because imagine having to deal with a dead pheasant. I'd be bloody mortified, would you? Well, are, are you looking at? Just Why are you looking under the table? I'm just checking if we've damaged anything. Is dripped through? Well, just all the technology of. No, it's fine. It's fine, Emily. You've done well. There is, there is a small amount on the floor. There is, yeah. well, we'll get down there in a bit and we'll give it a good scrub. <laughs> right. We'll give it a good scrub. Right, no, that's not what we're doing. That's uh, not what. How long have we been talking for? 2134. No, we haven't. This is the problem now. Like It's unruly with the... No one even knows what this episode about. It's about networking. It isn't. It's not trust. <laughs> But people right, like I'm going to take over for a minute. So this episode is all about trust, and that's why it's called You've Got a Friend in Me. And I think some of the stuff that we talked about <laughs> doesn't lend its hand to this at all. But what we wanted to... I've got a story to tell you. I mean, I wanted to talk to you about Billy going to nursery and that. I've been very Well, you can, you week. can. Let's do it. Well, I'm going to talk about... The, yeah, I'll talk about that, and then I'll, I'll lead into Let's talk about Billy at the end. Let's talk about Billy at the end. Let's talk about Billy at the end. Well, no, because it just kind of... What I'm talking about... Oh, yeah, okay, it leads on. into... We so should have had a production meeting we here. We should, we should. But it's fine, you know, it's this is why people tune in for the for the craziness and the yeah, randomness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The, the, it's um, fine the now. <laughs> the, the water's gone, Emily. The water's gone. So anyway, Billy started nursery this week, she and my did. head fell off. I was extremely emotional. Mm. Not because bit like Billy's really almost a bit too independent. Like she isn't really cuddly either, despite how much I try and cuddle her. Mm. She is quite an independent girl, which is amazing, and I feel like that's on us for for how we've dealt with her. Um, and she she isn't massively needy. I hate that word, but I feel like it does describe something and it's easy for people to yeah. understand. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, she yeah. went and she was all right. But honestly, I was so upset. I just felt like, oh my goodness. Like it's now, you're in the newborn bubble at the beginning and then obviously you're on maternity leave and, and it's just you and your baby. Yeah. And then you start filtering back into the real world and you go back to work and it's strange and you feel like you've got imposter syndrome and you're upset that you're not seeing your baby as much and blah, blah, blah. And then bam, I've suddenly got to trust Billy, my, the most precious thing in the whole world. My beautiful little girl with complete strangers who I don't know. I don't know where they live. I don't know what they're like. I don't know if they're bad people that they can just pass a CRB check. I've absolutely no idea. And I've got to trust mm. them with her. And, and I think that's, that's really, really tough. And I put a post out on LinkedIn um, just kind of saying, 
like, oh my goodness, it's been a really big week for us. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. She started nursery. Has anyone got any advice on making this easier? And it went mental. Like, oh, did it? Mental. Like, so many people <coughs> commented on it. But it was really nice. Like, I can't, I've not responded to all the comments because it has gone a little bit crazy. But some of them just, oh my God, like, m writing it on LinkedIn and reading those has made me feel so much better because right. everyone's like, it is awful. Like, I sat in the car and cried for two hours. Oh. I hovered around the door. Like, I couldn't go into work. I couldn't sort myself out. I went and picked her up after an hour. You know, there's all this different stuff, but people have said it gets better. And to be fair, I've not... I cried solidly from about quarter to eight until about 12 o'clock. Sheesh. On Tuesday. Oh, when I came into the office, that was when the crying stopped. Yeah, it, do you know what it did? And we did hit work out, and then we went to... We had a walk, which was nice. And yeah. I haven't cried since then. And well, she's been another time. The so. power of Tony. That's all I'm saying, folks. Yeah. But I do feel like I am trusting her a bit more. You know, when, when I see her there, she is happy. Like, she's patting her knees and got a smile on her face and stuff. But the problem is, when they're so small, they can't tell you if, if, well, they can't if they're not happy. No. no she's not going to be like, Mum, this woman was really horrible to me today. She isn't going to say that. No. Whereas if we she was older, she would. And I'm like, so you are having to trust oh, yes, even more. Yeah, well, that's okay. That's what that's what nurses are there for and carers and key workers. That's what they're there for, isn't it? You're paying £55 a day for trust, aren't you? I mean, literally, it is rinsing well, us. Thank goodness you're in Lancashire, not sorry. It would be double. I know, I know, which is nuts. But, yeah, this all this does lend itself well. So I'm going to tell you a quick story before we move into actually talking about what the episode is. So my friend is very trusting. Shall we name them or not? Yeah, Rosie. Oh, is, how's she getting? Is she still married to Jim? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> but she is like super Hiya, trusting, like one of those people that leaves her front door open. Jesus, like, never Rosie. Lets, like never let, never what's locks her, her back what, door. What's her address? Um, <laughs> like honestly, it's nuts. Like would leave. She leaves her keys in her car. Like, Rosie! And she went She went up river. Like, she doesn't get stressed either when stuff goes wrong, which I find absolutely mental. But she's gone for a walk. She hasn't gone up river. I'm talking of shit. She went for a walk up a mountain. Um, one of the Wainwrights, I think, with two sausage dogs on her own with barely any battery. Lost her keys on the way up. Came back down and was like, oh, shit, I can't get home. Now, at this point, I would be... I would be going absolutely insane. So she couldn't get in her car? Couldn't get in her car because she had no keys. Obviously, couldn't get home. I had these two sausage dogs and I have no battery on her phone. Holy crap! Luckily, crapper, some guy came down. And, uh, From and heaven. Had a, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and had her car keys. And then, oh. but this is kind of the setting how, how blasé she can be about stuff, which is great. Anyway, the other story is that she's gone out this weekend and, um, and drove to Manchester, stayed over in a hotel and left her car unlocked like she always does didn't leave her keys in it on this one occasion but she got robbed um and Rosie. which is really shit isn't it and she's like i just feel like my faith in humanity has gone and i was like no but you know people people do things like this especially if you leave your car open but she had a laptop robbed and what she's most upset about they've robbed a swimming costume okay <laughs> i would i would have put a, a, the, a laptop at a higher rank than a swimming costume. Well, Rosie wouldn't because she's like, this is one of the only swimming costumes that doesn't make me look any bigger than what I am. Is she a big... No. No, well, no but you know, I mean, swimming costumes are not the most flattering things, are they? Not if I you don't, get I, like... I have got one. You know, just a plain one like, and it's not cut out or whatever. And so she's absolutely devastated about this, but they've stolen some quite strange things. But tools, because she's got a wrapping business, they've stolen tools. But it just, it shows, doesn't it, that you can't trust a lot of people. Oh, not robbers. 
to caveat to caveat to caveat that story. To caveat that story. What are you doing with levels? Because they're they mess, they're, they're going. At, you're quite loud, so I'm having to uh, stop you peeking. To caveat that story, <laughs> this, again, that was a little, little bit in post-production. Uh, to caveat that story, when I lived at Redwood Drive, yeah, a mate of mine who lives across the road, shout out Pete Dunyon. Um, Dunyon? Yeah. Good guy, Pete. Okay. He used to leave his car unlocked with his wallet in and all this stuff. On sorts. purpose? Yeah, just because he thought it was safe, which arguably, you know, it is, ish, until you get robbed. It's and not safe at all. And he, and he comes to me the day after, he goes, oh, someone robbed my wallet last night and there's stuff out my car. I'm like, how? I left it unlocked. Oh. Mm. Well, the clue's there, Pete, innit? Yes, the Does clue the, is there, have you Have you got a remote that'll lock the car? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to let you get there on your own then. Mm. Because whilst I do have a level of sympathy, I know, he's lock about, your do car. You, do you ever forget to lock your car? Because I do a lot, but it's when no. I'm like carrying all no. the stuff out of it and I forget. But... I have an app on my phone that's like, your car is unlocked, and I can lock it from my app. How fancy is that? Do you want me to show you now? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, show me, show me, show me. It might take a while. Oh, brilliant. So well, we've got loads of time anyway in this podcast. I'm just saying, so if you're, one, if you're one of these people that doesn't lock your car, please lock your car. There's no value or benefit in you keeping your car unlocked, especially if you've got stuff in it. How fancy is that? Yeah, it's sexy, that. Yeah. Well done. Bird's eye view of my car. Right, Tony, so we need to move on. Thank you, Laura. So, yeah, it is. <laughs> you, you should never trust people who are going to rob you or burglars. You shouldn't trust them because don't trust them they're, not in, they're, no. they're, they're not your friends. And there are going to be opportunists out there, aren't there? But then how can we relay this back to trust in the corporate business world? Well, which is what how we're indeed. Here to talk about. We're going to end up talking about this for three minutes and no, no. one's going to end up leaving with any life advice. Well, we always do say that it's 5% life hacks, 5% mm. business, 90% nonsense. Yeah, we do. Right. Well, you, you guys do. Me That's and what you guys say, yeah. We do. Yeah. And I, I, I think uh, episode 115 is testament to that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay. you're having a good time. I'm having a good time. The listeners are having a good time now. I really wish I had a coffee, though. Okay. Why do McDonald's not do... I've had this with Laura, I don't know. They don't do soy milk, cow they don't do oat milk. They just do cow. They do abroad. McDonald's like Australia. Well, different franchises, different countries, different shit in well, Australia. Well, who wants a Charlie franchise and I why are you being so I don't know. milkist? I, d I don't know. Mm. So, you've ordered, I it, trust is all about credibility though, isn't it? Yeah, Whether it's a great with, word. Thank you. Whether it's with your team... Whether it's with your customers and clients, you've got to. Be, if you've got credibility and you do something good, mm. whether it's a sale, whether you deliver a service, or what, then then you build trust. Yes. Do and what I, you say you're going to do when absolutely. you're going to do it. Absolutely. But I think that that's a really really good point. But credibility then builds your reputation, doesn't it? And then people come after you because your reputation's good because you were credible at something. But the shit goes wrong, and this is where. Ah. So when stuff goes wrong, which it inevitably will, in every single industry, in every single job, in every single project, stuff will go wrong at some point. Mm -hmm. Now, when it goes wrong, does that mean that you lose all your credibility? Does that mean that your reputation is now in the gutter? For me, it shouldn't, but I feel like in recruitment, which obviously I'm going to talk about first, yeah. it is so. We, we obviously talk a lot about recruiters having a bad reputation and that we want to change it. And I do think we are doing quite a lot to change that, but we still have a long way to go. So I decided to put a poll. Is it a poll? Is that yeah, how you say poll. it? poll. On LinkedIn um, about 
why recruitment goes wrong. Now, obviously, there's a whole host of reasons, but you get four options on LinkedIn, that's it. Mm. So I was a little bit limited, so I think I did time, like it's a time kills all deals. Um, I did, it's a recruiter's fault, uh, lack of good candidates, or um, relationship issues. And mm. I think it was a really high percentage of people said the recruiter. So even if you've had a good experience, just because you've had a bad experience at some point, they assume it's the recruiter's fault. But I don't. Like, obviously, you are going to get some rubbish recruiters. Like You're going to get rubbish everything. But I don't ultimately think that recruit a recruitment project goes wrong because it's the recruiter. What do you think about that? And, and why have we got this such a negative stereotype? I haven't got a negative stereotype of recruiters. Okay. I've, had good, I've had good experiences before. Well, you know a lot of them. Do I know a lot of them? I've used recruiters before, especially when no, I've 12 been... 12 of them at Fresh. Oh, sorry, I meant different businesses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for a plug. But yeah, Fresh Perspective are a great recruitment outsourcing business that uh, they just plug onto your HR team and uh, they're, they're a very lively bunch but to work with. you don't need a HR team, but you know, fine. But... But, but what I'm saying is, I've never had a negative experience personally yeah. of the recruitment sector yeah whether i've dealt with read whether i've dealt with d different over the past yeah 15, different platforms yeah and different people i remember when i got headhunted for zenith there was a girl called anna cousins i don't i don't think she's in recruitment now but she was absolutely mega yeah like she kept me updated on the pro now granted i was headhunted so maybe a little bit different but and i still had to go through a process per se but she kept me updated all the way along. She'd ring me if the if the um, if some of the timelines would would elongate, for example. She would communicate effectively with. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think whether it's in sales, whether it's in recruitment, whether you're a builder or a plasterer or a or whatever, Ilan, um, <laughs> you need to under promise and over deliver, don't you? Well, that is yeah. what that is what you need to do. You I, need do I agree with that, but I just think it's just setting expectations, but not, like, so someone said to me the other day, like, how long would it take you to fill a role? And I was like, honestly, I can't answer that question. I said, you might just book a two-week holiday in the middle of this project. You might... You might you might go you might go off sick. Um, we might struggle a little bit at the beginning because we're getting to know you. You know you might there's there's lots of different things that happen. You might have a really lengthy interview process, and so things could happen along the way that that change that. So I was like, I can't answer that question because you can't. And I said, Too subjective. Yeah, but then I did. I said, but we have done an average fill time, so ah. I can give you some previous evidence which will help you understand it in your brain. And I said that's around four weeks, and he was like, right, okay. Whereas a lot of people right. just be like, right, we're going to do it as ASAP in two weeks and he's going to have in his head anything over two weeks we're shit all the credibility goes and then we're back at square one but I think I think if we understand as a nation <laughs> that things are going to go wrong and that we're going to fail like you might fail if you don't make your bed you've still failed on making your bed that day but it's not a big deal is make it make your bed guys I know but oh. if you don't but so you fail numerous times a day but I feel like when you fail in certain industries like sales like recruitment it's it then removes that credibility that Tony was talking about and I, it shouldn't. And I just think if you can communicate effectively and say, Do you know what? No, that candidate wasn't right. Um, I thought they were, but they, but they weren't right. And, and I understand that. And I'll use what you've said to go to go on and, and conquer yeah. more amazing people. But I don't think that person should then think they're just shit at their job. No. But it happens in sales, doesn't it? Like, you're only as good as your last deal. Like, ugh. 
Yeah, and it's true, isn't it? But well, that, that, that's a very that's a very generic phrase. Very isn't it? archaic. It, yeah, it is a little bit. Insofar as you, you, you're not here, you're doing deals all the time, and you've, you know, what what we say in in our sales, yeah, is a, a, a deal's only a deal when it's right for both parties, isn't it? Yeah, the, that when the buyer and the seller are, are happy. But it's all about setting realistic targets. It's all about setting realistic goals and timeframes. Whether you're providing a service or providing a a, a, a product, but just be open and honest. That is that is what people need to do. In that's how you build trust, because yeah, when things go wrong, of course, like they inevitably do, if you front up and just tell people and be honest, they'll go, right, it's a bit shit that, but okay, thanks. Yeah, but okay, but some people don't know, and I do. Like I don't re- remember a time where I've rang up my accountant, and our previous accountants, we've had a few accountants now. And, and they have messed up several times. Like, not small mess-ups. We've had a few big mess-ups. But I don't think I've ever rang them and swore at them <coughs> and given them, you know, a good load of grief. Ooh, no. Whereas that... So, say, uh, we, had a, we had a client recently who rang us up and gave us, you know, proper effing and jeffing and oh. all that. Really, really upset. Um, and Laura's like, hang on a minute, because it was Laura who was on the call to him. She was like, I don't appreciate the way you're speaking to me, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry that you feel really upset and angry. Yeah. Let's look into it and then we'll go from there. And he rang her back. He went, oh, I was looking at the wrong CVs. Sorry. And I'm like, so, but, but he went from, from that, from zero to 100, anger, frustration, like almost like, you know, verbal violence to then going, well, I got oh, it wrong. I got it wrong, sorry. Oh. But I, I don't think if it was his accountant that had messed up or his... You know, HR person. I feel, and and again, I'm stereotyping, but I feel like they would have more patience. But because I think people don't necessarily respect what recruiters do a little bit. Well, if you don't respect them, don't hire them. I know. I'm like, why well, work with us? But it's, it's like some people hire for recruiters and then expect them to do a bad job, which is like some people are like you're not going to fill this. I am like. Well, that's my job. That's well, what you're paying me to do. That's really, really strange that you think that. Why are you working with us? It, so then you're always on the back foot because whatever you send, they're going to look at the negative. It's like saying, it's like saying, getting a decorator in and giving them 500 quid. Right, right, we decorate this room. You'll never do it, though, Yeah, will but you? you'll never do it, and you'll do what? a shit job, and I won't like it when you've done it. Well, don't, well, don't pay me, then. Exactly. But then how do we stop this? Like, well, so tell them. Well, yeah, but at the beginning, we're like, listen, you know, we, we build trust, we collaborate, um, it's a journey that we go on together, we need you to be honest with us, we're going to be honest with you as well, you know, if we feel like you're being unreasonable then we're going to tell you that in a nice way but but it doesn't it doesn't and, and obviously these situations that I'm talking about don't come up a lot but when oh, they do they sting and you're like oh my goodness like especially when it's not even called for at all but it's really tough but I do think being open and honest and having trust like are you one of those people Tony that trusts at the beginning yeah or are you someone that no, you have to develop no, trust you trust I'm, until there's a reason not to trust yeah, yeah. I'm all I'm all in me yeah. i take people on face i take people on face value every time to be honest i mm. take people on face value and i'm a very trusting person which is really nice i feel like i don't because i'm like you could be a dick yeah i wasn't gonna say i was gonna say something awful well don't i'll say it um <laughs> but yeah but uh, i i i assume everyone is nice and pleasant but then what uh, about the news i don't watch the news yeah, okay. Are you talking about Liz Truss? I don't know her. No, I don't know who that is. I literally didn't What's even know the Prime, Prime Minister. And honestly, that, that is how much I don't watch the news. So I don't, I don't was watch like, that's how Neil Kim went, who? 
Yeah, don't have a clue. But I do feel like you get get murderers and naughty people in the world. And so it's a bit like, I don't know, how do you trust? I think it's amazing that you can trust like that. I don't don't think I can. Well, Mm. Which is, then it contradicts to what I'm saying. Because I'm like, we should trust people in business and all that kind of stuff. So I I, I get it. But, you know, I'm allowed to contradict myself every now and then. You are. Oh, I want to make a point about back up again. Oh, yeah. um, I did put in it. I didn't even mean to More talk about her at the beginning because obviously we'd talked about the deals that we've brought on and then and back up and slid in on um, on well, Wednesday, well. which was wonderful. <laughs> but me and Cheryl, Cheryl and I went to me back and Cheryl. AGM last week, which is their annual general meeting, and they're celebrating 30 years of being in business. Where are they in the world, please? At uh, Bolton. Right. So before Maura came in, they were... Um, well... Maura's been there a long time, but she's taken them from generating profits that are around £500 to, like, I think it's £4.2 million. What? Yeah, that, that go... £4.2 million? Yeah, or, like, yeah. Honestly, I think it's something ridiculous, but my numbers might not be right, but anyway, it's a lot. The, the, yeah, like, she what, what she's podcast. done is... I didn't even mean to say that, but I'm just trying to make them sound really good because, they, well, they are. I don't need to try and make right, them sound good. Sorry. But, yeah, as in, you know, like, the money that runs through the business, like, from funding, yep. from doing all that sort of stuff, it's in the millions now, which is just amazing. So we went to celebrate that, and it was wonderful. But I really wanted to bring up more about... The trust thing. So, obviously, what the, the, the project that we're going to be working on soon uh, for Maura, rather than sending her CVs and getting feedback, she wants us just to put candidates in for an interview, oh which my God. is great. Pre-screening. Yeah, so she trusts us to work off the brief that we've give, that she's given and just put people in for wow. an assessment day. Now, we've done this before, but obviously not a lot of clients like to do that because they want control. Yeah, but yeah, she's yeah, like, I, I, I don't want to see CVs until I've got... I want I want to go in blind. I wow. want to be really open. And I really like it. Isn't it a good way of doing yeah, it? Yeah, it is. And then she'll shortlist who's most suitable. She'll check the CVs after that, make sure you know they're not they're not bullshitting about stuff, blah blah blah, um, and check obviously everything is consistent. But I really really well. like it, and I almost wish that other people could do this. Um, maybe you've worked with before several times, but it saves them a lot of hassle time at the beginning. And time, and time. Yeah, they don't have yeah. to look at CVs in dribs and drabs and stuff like that, and give CV feedback and then organise telephone interviews. You just bring people in because we can do the sell. So oh yeah, yeah, a nice example of how things can go when trust is at the heart. Lovely way to t- Are you back t- in the meadow? T- t- tell that. I am I'm in the I'm in I'm shutting my eyes and I'm I'm in the forest drinking beer with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. How long have we been on? Forty minutes. Forty two ten. Yeah. Okay. You don't like it do you? Forty two ten. I mean it's a bit long. But we've had a good nap. Have you enjoyed oh, yourself? Yeah, but I just think, do, 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 my, in my, my head, like I'd love to get people's feedback. As in, would they prefer, you know, just to listen to what we've been doing at the weekend, or do they want more of the actual topic? Like I don't know what the the balance is. Do you? Yeah. What? People love listening to the to the banter. Right. Okay. They absolutely do. And what we've right. All right. Well, that, they love well it. that's fine. Where's your evidence to suggest this? Uh, it, uh, what are you doing? Robin, are you I've doing? had to replug my, my headphones came out. Right. Are so they in now? Yeah. Well, I feel <laughs> like I'm sat up like a meerkat. My neck's going to be hurting. <laughs> I need this microphone lower down. Well, you can because they're on. it's on a stand. It's on a thing. Right. <laughs> this has been episode 115 of A Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. Thank I want to be a newsreader. You know, like at the I end. just interrupted my telling <laughs> I love tail. I love. I love. I love doing the top and tail. Sorry. Oh, oh. that's Lenny. <laughs> hey, Lenny. Hey, Sorry. Lenny. Do you do the tail? 
This has been episode 115 of A Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If uh, you are a new listener, uh, welcome aboard. The water is uh, lovely. Get in with us mm. if you can. Um, don't just cu- don't just flirt with us. We, w- we want to go on a date. We want to have a relationship. Follow us. Make contact. We can, s- you can, s- we can slip into your podcast platform of choice every single week, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, or... SoundCloud. Give us a follow, please. Give us a, follow. Give us a five star review. Woo! I want a mint humbug now, so I'm going to sign <coughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is shrouded. Oh my God. Sorry, I did not do that. This podcast. Surely I'm not strong enough to spray <laughs> glass with one Emil- finger. Emily has just broken the. Um, what would you call Someone it? else. Oh my God, it's like Mr. Bean. Someone else has done that, put it back, and thought someone else. I'm going to blame it on the, the next, next person. person. Oh no. I could have really hurt myself on that. Oh, no. If only Emily had waited to um, have a mint humbug till after the podcast. I mean, I'd finished. have still done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'd hey. like, what I'd like you to do, ladies and gentlemen, is please seek Fresh Perspective out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, because I think Tam's in the office, YouTube, and as you know, 10% of all LinkedIn content is provided by the guys at Fresh Perspective. You can find out more on the website, fb-resourcing.co.uk. That's it. 115 done. We're going to put this glass in the bin and we're going to finish up cleaning the water. Emma's going to have a humble... Anything else, Emily? No. Goodbye. Bye.